No Crumbs Left, and I'm sitting across from my dear friend, Kate Schifrin, who's a regular on the No Crumbs Left channel. Um, you know, you've done little mini takeovers and things. Welcome, Kate Schifrin. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here, Terry. It's so much fun. It I sure love it. is. And we've known each other, you know, a very long time, over 20 years. What I want to do is I want to say, how do you think we met? I'm not sure, by the way. Well, I'm not sure either, but I... I can piece it together a little bit. Okay. So I worked at a store on Oak Street. I know that you came in to buy T-shirts okay. and stuff. Right. right, right. You had very long hair then, by the way. Correct. Now you have very short hair. <laughs> and then how it worked is I was interested in joining a yoga class. One of the clients we had at the store, who also became friendly, told me about this fantastic yoga class. And it so was I called Lucy and Patrick's dad's Lucy and Patrick's, Patrick's dad's class. class, right? And I did not even know that at that point, but I called State of the Heart Productions, right. and you answered the phone, and I said, "I'm interested in joining yoga." My name is Zeta, and you said to me, in I your say? very teary way, "You don't know who this is, do you?" <laughs> I was already panicking that I'm like going to yoga, okay. which my husband then informs me it's nude, which is okay. not true. Okay. <laughs> so I was completely panicked, and you caught me off guard. So, And th- th- what did I say? I, like, I, I shopped at the you store. You do not know who this is, do you, Gans? <laughs> and I was like, I do. I'm just not sure. Right. <laughs> anyway, right. that was, you know, that's when I say we met. And was, that, was Lisa Torgerson like a part oh. of that? She was definitely around that time, yeah. and that's yeah. how I met her through yeah. class, I think. I met everyone through okay. class. Okay, well, Lisa Torgerson was my next-door neighbor my entire life. So even though I've, I've grown, I've had my kids, they've moved away, she is still in my mind my next-door neighbor because when I grew up where I lived, that family was my next-door neighbor. So she's next-door neighbor for life. Just, my, I yeah. have a next-door neighbor for life, Yeah, I love him. It's the best. Yeah. And I love Lisa, by the way. She's great. <laughs> so t- what do you do? So I'm a stylist and personal shopper. And so that is from fashion to home and life. And it's about finding people, helping people find their style and really creating individuality through fashion, if it's, you know, redoing their home or just bringing them into a current time. Current state. <laughs> yes, Lucy had all kinds of wonderful questions, which we'll get into. I always oh, I love it. When I don't sort of like the night before, I'm like, what do you think I should ask? Lucy gives me like a litany of questions. But what one was, what is Terry's style? Which I thought it was hilarious. Nice. Yeah. That's so, a good one. It's a good one. Terry's style. I'm going with Bohemian. Okay. okay. Bohemian. I'm just going with Bohemian. Yeah. You love beautiful things. You love classic things. But you have that edge. You have that little, not hippie Bohemian. Right. But just that cool edge. And I like really mix and match. I mean, I love something like this is, you know, I might have a nice pair of shoes, you know, but it's like this is from, you know, this shirt I have is from, I would say, The Gap. And I got this necklace at Lori's shoes, but the jeans might be something that's very nice. So I really like a whole mix and match. And I think that's just the most fun do is to have some pieces that are nice and some pieces that are very, you know, something you have for this year and you enjoy. And people may not know this, but when I like something like this T-shirt, this, um, well, not T-shirt, but button down from The Gap, I might have like seven of them. <laughs> and I might have three put away for next year because I absolutely love this and I'm going to love this every single year. Well, and I wish I could convince more women about doing that because that's a men's mentality. I love this shirt. Get me every color. I love this pant. Get me every color. And it's a dream. Women are like, 
let's find something just like this in right. a different color. I'm like, why can't we get this in another yes, color? Yeah. <laughs> or have several. Right. And I don't I don't love to shop at all. I love having some beautiful things. I love having clothes that I like. I'm not a person that has um, just a glut of clothes or even shoes. Yeah. You know, I, if I love a pair of shoes, I get them resold and I wear them a lot. So I'm not, um, I love I love fashion, you know, and I like having beautiful things, but I would not be spending my, my weekend hours or my free time shopping because I think it's uh, kind of stressful. Well, and I agree truth. with you. And the goal that I have is to alleviate that stress and that time that's so con- all consuming. And I think it's important that people adopt a more European mentality. You have less and maybe some better things. And by better, it doesn't mean more expensive. Right. Whatever you can afford, but things that you absolutely love is what I mean by better. Right. Don't have things that are fine. I grabbed it because I had to run out tonight. Don't do that. Think ahead, plan ahead, but only buy what you love. So every time you grab it, it's just a joy. Or you walk into your closet and you don't have it packed, jam full, but you've got stuff you love. And anything you grab is going to make you feel good. That's the goal. I like that idea. Um, you know, that idea of do you want to wear it today? If you don't want to wear it today, and you may have told me this, it's like if you don't go, I want to wear it today. You're go, I'm going to wear this in a week. Then you, you absolutely shouldn't get it because you want to get you know something that you really want to wear today. Well, absolutely. And you, of all people, if you don't mind me saying so, will be like, yeah, I wasn't wearing that last year. Now yeah. it's my favorite thing. Yeah, we actually have a little <laughs> bit of a joke, yeah, which is that. Kate's helped me shop before, and there's sometimes where she's had me get something, and she convinces me you know, it's going to be great. But it's like, for whatever reason, I mean, first of all, I trust you emphatically. We're dear friends. We've known Absolutely. each other, you know, and you haven't steered me wrong yet. So um, I'll get something, and then it's like, I'm not sure I'm going to wear it. I, it. I stick it in what's called the Paris graveyard, which is it might be great, but I'm not wearing it at all. And one day I said to Kate, well, that's in the Paris graveyard. And you're like, what did you say? <laughs> I forget, but I was like, is that what you only wear in Paris? Like, I'm confused what that is. And you're like... It's what I never wear. Yeah. You made me buy. I'm now wearing it. And now I love it. I'm like, all right, I'm good with that. No, and we've discovered things that you, you know, that I got like three years ago that now I I adopt. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did I not get it? And I'm not I'm not like way ahead of the trend. I don't think I think I'm always like a little behind the trend. I'm I'm liking the trend like a year after it's happened or something. Well, you see Um, it and you like it and then you can embrace it. Yeah. But also some of the top designers will say. Put your stuff away for a while and then bring it out. Who wants to have everybody walking around like Stepford Wives? Right. You know, right. here we are in our current stuff. Right. <laughs> so we've shared a lot of, I mean, poignant moments, funny moments. Um, let's just talk about some of the moments. And I we, I didn't ask in advance because I thought we'd all just have our little yeah. funny thing. But when you think of funny moments we shared, do you have any? Well, I think that... One of the ones that makes us laugh the hardest is how this whole thing began. Right. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. We went to buy you a washing machine mm-hmm. at Sears. Is right. that right? Yes. Because you really like a Maytag. I like it. I like, you didn't want to get fancy. I don't want You're something like, fancy. I want a Maytag. I don't want European. I don't want front loading. I want top loading. I want an automatic. I don't want something that connects to the internet. I just want to be able to put my things in and have them wash. Right. It's so fair. So we were driving, right? And you had gotten divorced. Right. And we kind of talked about this second act in life. Because my kids were sort of, you know, I think Patrick was nearly out of the house, you know, and Lucy was following. Or Patrick maybe was already out of the house. Um, And 
And I was just like, I want something. I mean, what did I say? I want something more. You said, what am I going to do? Right. You know, my kids are gone. I, you know, parenting has been your job, which yes. you've loved and been the best. And you were like, what am I going to do now when they're gone? Like, I know I'll still always have them and parent them. But so we started a list. Right. And we were just driving, making a list. And I am telling you, it's one of the most cherished moments. Totally. Because we came up with some crazy stuff. And might I add, I'm glad the stripper part didn't <laughs> work out. Right. And you're a blogger. <laughs> so, we, I mean, we were like, okay. I mean, it went from, am I going to take a class? You know, yeah. is it is it going to be, I'm going to have a book group. You know, I might have a cooking club. Uh, would I take a stripper class? I mean, you know, for like the fun and the exercise. You know, we we had a lot of different ideas because I think the thing was we were going to have no uh, no no's. It wasn't like right. we're just putting everything on the list. That's right. You know, and um, that was just the beginning of me saying I'm ready for something more in my life, and I don't know what it is. And it and you know, to me, that's that creating magic where you just go. I know I want something more, and it opens the pathway. You know, because you say I, I'm ready for whatever it is. And that was always what I say is that was the very first thing in in the you know the many dominoes that 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 went down the track. It was so crazy. And then you were like, you know, I love to cook and I love to help people cook. I'm not a writer, but I'm a good writer, you know. And it just fell into place. And here we are. I mean, I cut to. Are you kidding me? It's crazy down right? the fast highway. Right. And it it wasn't even that I said I wanted to be a food blogger, but it was like I. It was like I want to, you know, I loved sharing my ideas on food just like you do on fashion, you know. And um, it was just just about sharing. That Instagram I started was really only about sharing with family and friends. And then, you know, one by one people showed up. And, I mean, I do the same things now in life on Instagram that I've always done in life. I mean, I've always done giveaways. I've always done like, I like this so much I bought seven. All my best friends have to have it, you know. I've always been like. I, I know the person who does this. It's like someone's like, I need to hire someone. I'd be like, okay, what do you need? Someone comes to me, they go, I need a job. I mean, I used to have a free agency where it was just like I connect people. You be- still do, because, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. And you, the best was you would be like, okay, everybody, I made food. This is before you were blogging. Yes. I made food. Come pick it up. Yes. Right. On a group text. On a group text. That's right. You were pre the neighbors. It was just like, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And usually it comes food and then whoever responds, what is it? What's the thing? It, but it's like you, I'm not someone you go and pick up the food tomorrow. Oh, no. Oh, no. And eat, by the way, <laughs> if she offers you a couch, it means right now. <laughs> so you better be driving a van if you want in. Right. There is no. And I'm happy to give it away. Absolutely. But I am not waiting. And I remember there's somebody that were like, oh, no, it's Terry. You you drive to her house right now. If, if I've arranged, you're coming Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning to get the couch. Yeah. If you don't come, here's the thing to know. The couch is going out that day. That's right. Because when I'm ready, I'm ready. And somebody, some lucky person is getting it. I love and sorry that. sorry for you. So, yes. yeah, there have been a lot of super fun stories. No One doubt. of the things that I love is that you not only have you helped me with that, but like when um, when uh, Lucy and Patrick's dad and I split, you know, there was just like re-energizing your own home. And, yeah. you know, I think we had done our bedroom just before. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Because I just really needed to move things up and I couldn't afford to just redo my whole house. And I remember you came in and and I what would you call it? Is it recycling? What did we do? Well, and the new, you know, word is upcycling. Um, but, and that, we just talked about shopping in your own home. Right. I was like, what if we move that room to another room? 
what if we switch that couch and this? And now what is this room? This right. used to be his office, perhaps. Are you going to have guests over? Are you going to have this? So we really had a lot of fun. We asked a couple neighbors to act as movers. Right. Right. And, and, I mean, it was some young guy out of work right. or something. And it was before there was this app, Dolly, where you could hire oh, people please. for an hour. There, I mean, it was we, nothing. We, we would find someone on the street. And say, we were like, hey, can I me. give you 20 bucks and a pot of bolognese and you could really, you know, move my house around? Exactly. And, and you know what? We and always we found did. people. Right. We did. So and we moved, we like, moved. the upholstered chair and I think had a couch in my bedroom and we moved those downstairs. I don't know yeah. what we moved up. Well, and stuff, some stuff went to storage because you knew your kids were sometimes going to have an apartment yeah. and we got to figure that out. But it was great because you were like, I want it to be me. Yes. And that was the key. Right. It was all about, you're like, it's not that I want him out right. and it's still my kids' home. Yes. But it's my turn to live in here. Absolutely. And put things where I want yeah, them. Absolutely. And so although we did get to purchase a few new fun little mm-hmm. things to, you know, brighten and spice it up, we moved your furniture within the house and it felt like a whole new space. And you have such a talent. You know, the way uh-huh. I can go to a refrigerator and today I found all of these things and I put together this like amazing salad. You really have a talent with seeing space. And what I love is my favorite things are when you come over for a couple of hours and we don't actually get anything new, but we refresh everything. <laughs> right. You know, or even like my beautiful dining room chairs that my mother got for me, you know, 25 years ago. I love right. those so much. And then, of course, I d- didn't really want to get rid of them because they really mean a lot to me. So it was like we got this fabulous blue velvet. We had them recovered. You know, you had the idea of putting the, the nail heads around Found a guy who does reupholstering, right. and you know it was a, it was a lovely set to begin with. My mother gave it to me whatever thirty years ago, yeah. um, but we really updated it so that it's like so you know cool and modern, and you know for a quarter of the price. Well, and that's the best thing about you is you love your things, and mm-hmm. you, especially your inherited items, yes. your heirlooms. That means something to you. Yeah. So if you can modernize that and re fall in love with it, that's it. That's everything, because then you've got a little bit of everything. You know, something borrowed, something blue. <laughs> well, that's Especially my favorite. Those chairs. That's, that's my favorite thing about working with you is just this upcycling, you know. Well, right back at you. So what has it been like for you to be a part of, like, what's happened the last few years and seeing it sort of explode and, and you know, being a part of it? Because you have been for me, you know, when I need whatever, good counsel, an idea, <laughs> help. Uh, you know, you've been you've taught me so much and you're so amazing. What that what has that been like to see? Because we've, we've known each other, you know. When I was shopping at Sugar Magnolia, saying, don't you know who I am? Right. I'm your customer. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, it's been incredible. And, you know, the Instagram craze is something you really introduced to me because I'm, you know, just, you know, the tech thing's not mine. But you really showed me about that. And so it was just your family and friends and this little thing and this little thing. And then I remember you calling me and saying, gosh, so-and-so asked me to write a little article. And then it was like, now I'm appearing with this celebrity. Now I'm going to do this. And it just, it went fast, mm-hmm. if you remember that. But I just remember seeing you. And as we began to speak, you said to me, there, there weren't any no's on the list. Mm-hmm. You live like that. You don't say no. And remember, you have to do everything you say yes to. Oh so gosh. it's a lot. Right. But I remember just how open you were. And I was always so inspired by that because I thought, wow, okay, just do it and see what happens. What, what do you have to lose? And you do it in such a way that's so teaching and inspiring and 
just all welcoming to everybody, whether you know how to do this or you don't. You talk to everybody the same way. And I've just loved it. And I just, every turn, every millionth follower, however many they're at, it's just incredible. And then the sponsors and the products that you've introduced us to, it's just incredible. So for me, I take, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because you're like family to me. Thank you. So I have that whole thing. But also to see you as a woman in this arena is just, it's so exciting. Thank you, Kate. Yes. so much fun. You know, one of the things was, and I know you know this, but I constantly have to say it is, I was writing my thank yous in the book. You know, you, you write people who are involved in the book. <laughs> and so I would have one person or another person look at the thank yous, but then they couldn't see the thank you of themselves. So you were like the last to look, and I took your thank you off. And then, you know, you said, yeah, great, or say this, sent it off. The day the book comes in, I go to show you, and I'm looking through, and I'm looking through, and I'm looking through, and I'm like, I, I can't see it. I clearly have missed something. Turned out her thank you wasn't there. So that was heartbreaking. I mean, I know with us, the thank you is like we're thanking each other every moment. Uh, but one of the other things I did in the book was there are about 100 quotes throughout the book. You know, everything from like Oprah Winfrey to Mother Teresa to Michelle Obama to Barbara Bush. I mean, just it just goes all over to Bill Murray, you know. And but I also um, we will get into this part. You know, you and I share not having parents and so I wanted to also not only have a quote from my mom and my dad, but I wanted to have a quote from your mom, too. Um, so that was important to me. And I was like, what are some of the things your mother has said? And, and there was a quote that you that we added that was your mom's. What was the quote? Do you remember? Yes, it is. Sharing makes things taste better. I love it. Of course and we always that. lived in a home where you shared your plate. And let me taste that. And let me taste this. So I was so touched, Terry. And this is a funny story between us because when she was telling me about forgetting the thank you, the tears. I start crying. And I just, I I said, I was heartbroken. Are you kidding me? This is, who cares? We share this whole life together. I don't need it in a book. And I said, and you've put my mom in there. Like, if you asked me, choose one, that's what I would have chosen. And might I say, since you feel so bad, I've gotten more mileage out of this. Yeah. Even now, you're bringing it up. You have mentioned it at every turn. Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. But I just want to say that. But I, you know, listen, I got more thank yous than the book yeah. could have ever. Okay. You know, I don't care how many millions you printed. <laughs> this is enough. But thank you. Thank you. So one of the things that we're joined by, like I just said, is that we both don't have parents. And I will never forget when my mom died, now it's 19 years ago, and I remember you and your sister coming. And I don't, it's like, I don't know why that's like so touching 20 years later oh. that you guys showed up for me and that you guys, you led the way in what it was like to not have, you know, to not yeah. have family, to not have parents. And of course, you have family in all the other ways. But losing a parent is, it's huge. And Kate and I always say that we are in the dead mothers and fathers club. <laughs> And you can only say that and giggle when you have dead parents, because right. otherwise it just sounds and awful. And 20 years later. <laughs> right. You know, at seven, I probably wasn't giggling No, either. of course not. At seven. But it's not. I mean, it's, it's, it's none of it's funny. No. But, but the reality is, is that we, do, we have a club with other people that do, and we all understand. So when we say, well, I'm in the dead mother's club, people who have a mother look at you like, well, that's They're so. horrifying. They don't understand that it's like only we can say that. That's right. You know. And it's, you know, a membership nobody wants to be a part nobody of and we can't of. ever get out of. We can't get out. <laughs> and we're so glad to ha- not that we would choose it for anyone else. But if you're going to be here and someone else is going to be here, it is um, 
nice to share the journey with someone? Absolutely. Does that sound wrong? I hope uh, no, sound not like at I all. Did, and yeah. listen, there can't be anything wrong right. with saying what you need to say yeah. amongst the safety of friends or people who understand it. Yeah. And even for people who don't understand it, you'll appreciate it at some point in your life. And I'm glad you don't have to experience it right now. But it is awful. And it's a terrible thing. The only thing now at my age, in my 50s, I'm seeing these elderly parents aging yeah. so frighteningly. Yes. And I wonder if at some point I think to myself, gosh, well, I don't have to do that now. Right. You know, it's almost like, wow, I've come almost full circle where I'm like, oh, not that I'm happy I lost them early. But you think, wow, well, I don't have that. Yeah. You know, it's all kind of bad. But it's really, you know, it's intense. But you've got to share it with people. And you've got you to come to. clean about yeah. it. It yeah. is you know, all these years later, it'll bring us to tears. Mother's Day was very tough for me this year. Isn't always. You know, I keep my mother with me every day, but I wasn't with my kids this year. Yeah. Very first time. And about Saturday, and you and I went out because you're helping me figure out some stuff. And we went out, and I said, I'm, you know, I said to you and Susan, I just, I'm missing my mom today, you know. And I felt really blue, really blue. I felt yeah. really, really blue the whole weekend. Um, and that just that just happens sometimes, you know. Even though my mom's been gone twenty years, Rachel brought something over. She's in the middle of moving, and she had a whole thing of like beautiful things about my mom and articles about when my mom died and everything. And and I saw that article, and I thought I do think often when I see people because my mom was sixty seven when she died, which you know, frankly speaking, now I consider to be relatively young. It is. You know, but I also think when I see people, when I see aged mothers, I mean, I do always think I never got to see that from my mom, you know. Right. Not that I would wish my mother would have Alzheimer's or when I think of all the things that happened, no, you know what I'm all. saying? None of us. None of us. But you see the difference. And I do think, oh, I I've, I've, I, I, would have loved to have seen her, you know. I'd love to have seen her longer. I would have loved to have seen my mother really, really be an older woman. Um, so yeah. I, I, I miss that, and I know. Well, and I think, I mean, if you don't mind me saying so, your mom and dad would be all over this. Your Thank you. Fandemonium. Thank you. Because they are so proud of you, always were, and just what a treat. What a treat. And you've, you've never not mentioned them. You've never not brought them for right. the ride. Right. Your mom's friends, your dad's friends, everybody's in on it. And that's who you are. And it's interesting um, – the book launch, uh, people like um, my mom's dear friends, you know, their other people like that of their same generation, band moms and things like that. Coming? Yeah. Oh, so um, so that's that's really special. You know, but you know what? You could have easily been like, this is my thing and I'm not going to bother those people with this. And then that cuts that whole thing out. You've included everybody in everything, and it does matter to them. Totally. They want to see you living through her. Absolutely. And I reserved a certain amount of tickets, and, you know, I called my friend Mark Ostrick and said, I'd really like you to invite Barb Harris, who was one of my mom's best friends, and Mark and I grew up together. And I said, I'd like you to bring Barb. I think it will, it'll mean a lot to me, and it'll mean a lot to her. And she said, well, how did you get Mark to invite me? And I was like, we love you. It is an it is our honor to be with you. We love you. So they're going to come down and they're going to have dinner, and um, it's really really special. But maybe somebody else's narrative would have been, "Oh well, you were my mom's best friend. I should." It, there's nothing obligatory about it. It is that you say and you say out loud. Mm-hmm. It's because I love you. Yes. So yeah. that's your parents just shooting through you, and the way you make people feel. Thank you. And we've been, you and I have been lucky. We've, 
How about we, it? You know, we, we come from some amazing, you know, families and, you know, we, we carry on. I know that you're close with your siblings and with your husband's family. And yeah. I know that to you guys, family is everything. And I love. It is. Yeah. And, and to find people in our lives that their family's everything. That's what you want to be around. Yeah. You know, there's always one that's <laughs> drifting off, but that's who you need to be with. What would you say? I mean, I consider you to be one of the, the most positive people. What would you say um, is your life philosophy? I mean, if you, you had to, and that's just like such a heady question. I would want to slap somebody <laughs> if they asked me. It's a tough one. Yeah. You know, I what I will say is I saw a quote, and it has resonated and stuck with me for a long time, and it said, she loved life, and it loved her right back. And I smiled so brightly when I saw that, and I thought, you know what? I've seen a lot of not nice stuff. A lot has happened, but it's mostly grand, to be honest. Right. You know, and the the tough times take you all the way to the ground, yeah. and it's about getting up, struggling to get up, and the sun is shining bright, and I look around at what I do have, and I feel great. I feel lucky. So I, you know, I think I gotta believe the path is as it should be. It's beautiful. I just got to believe it. And, you know, what else is there to be? Yeah. So that that when I saw that, I thought, you know what? That's kind of it. Could I use that in the future? Like Please. If it's a podcast, could I be like, Absolutely. I love life and love me right back. Yeah. And I know you've seen, I mean, first of all, what I want to say is I consider you to be one of the, the best friends that I know. Like, you are an amazing friend for people. You are just you. so solid. You are 100% there. If there's some people you can count on, Kate yeah. friend, it's 100 all, you know, all day. And you've lost, you've had quite a lot of loss in your life, yeah. really. So speak to that. Well, I have. And sometimes I'm a little surprised that I am can be as positive as I am because I've seen some really scary stuff too and, and been really an integral part of it, you know. So it wasn't like I was standing on the sidelines just yeah. watching it go by. But to speak to, you know, the Dead Parents Club, my friends showed up for me, and I was young. Yeah. You know, I was 20 when my dad died and 25 when I lost my mom, and I lost my mom six weeks before my wedding day. They all showed up, every single one of them. And it was just, it taught me that that's, you know, anybody can go to the party. Who's coming when it's ugly? Yeah, right. That's friendship. That's friendship. So right. I'm like, guess what? Here, here's how we roll. Yeah. This is it. And um, I was raised that way, too. It's not just fun. Absolutely. But yeah. we're going to go, and we're going to hold hands, and we're going to be together, and we're going to be scared to death together. And that's all there is to it. I had parents <laughs> that really, really showed up for people. They modeled that. You know, my parents it took people in. I mean, just like in their heart, they took people in. And other people became part of our family. And there were people that just sort of stragglers that would be like part of our family and spending every single holiday with us. Um, so I, I had really admired that, you know, yeah. I really admired my dad was really like, don't ever have a situation where like you are, you know, going to a friend and you want to discount for their business or you want like that. That's really not what friendship is, no. you know? And I, 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 I really, I'm grateful for the lessons that my parents taught me, you know, my, 
my my dad was such he was a man of such integrity and my mom was a woman of such heart like she was always like behind the scenes my mom would be doing something she would be helping someone she would and you know they were fortunate people she would she put someone through college more than one person where you'd later found out oh your mother helped me with medical school or there would be this person or that person and I remember once saying my mom gave a piano to the church anonymously and I remember saying well, and I was a kid. Well, why why do you do it anonymously? And she said, Well, if you're giving a piano to the church so that you can tell people, you shouldn't be giving a piano to the church. I love that. And it was just like, wow, you know, she just she just was a selfless and but she was also like full of so much joy and in the way that I love cooking and all of that is the way that my mom loved music. Right. She loved music and she had this hillbilly band and then she had the Hummers <laughs> and Strummers where she taught this you know, senior citizens, how to play the ukulele, and they went to, like, inner-city schools, and they just, you know, she was just, um, she was a lot of joy, you know? I think, you know, hearing you talk about your parents, mine were very similar in that, and they were just such good people, and my mother was a school teacher, so it was, you know, she didn't take care of the kids when they were just in class. She took care of them. I mean, there would be kids sitting on our front porch in the morning. They'd come in for breakfast because their parents left early. They had nowhere to go. And they hadn't eaten or whatever, and they would just come in and hang out. And we'd all, my father walked us to school with the dogs, and we had this whole pack we would just pick up along the way and walk to school together. And you were part of a unit, and you were part of a community. And if somebody didn't have something or need something from, you know, a loving standpoint, you do it for them. Yeah. That's just how it goes. So I feel, you know, I think both of you and I can both say and that's where our positivity comes from. We were so loved. So loved. And when you are loved, yep. everything's okay. Everything's okay. And what I like to say is if you've been lucky enough to have that, that's wonderful. If you haven't, that doesn't mean you can't give it, that you can't do it, that you can't attract it, that you can't decide for yourself that it begins right here. Not at all. You know, it, you can you can look at others and go, that's that's what I, what I want. Right. You know, I want that. I want to be that. Because if you want that love in the world, be that love in the world. If you want Absolutely. that light in the world, be that light. And it's that easy. Right. We were blessed because we were given that. Right. So with that. You have to give it back. One of the things I remember once you putting a um, um, thing on a post on one of my Instagram stories, I think it was when I did a food is my love language. I loved that one. I thought it was going to be like, oh, my God, it's going to be the greatest thing. And we're going to get 10,000 likes. And it was like the picture kind of bombed. It was like 2,300 people. I'm like, only 2,300 people like food is my love language. Are you kidding me? Um, one of the things I remember that you put was that lo- animals are your love language. My love yes. language. Yeah. Or your superpower or something. Or so, something. Yeah, that, tell me. But, yeah. So I know we're making up our own categories I love on love it. languages. I, I mean, thank you for bringing them up. So I am an animal lover. Uh, I have two dogs. I this is, you know I've had dogs my whole life. I love them. They are my children. My husband and I did not have children, and they are our kids. And we are those crazy dog parents. So I'm just saying. But I love it. I mean, they are my life. Yeah. And it's just you know. Everything that we need, we get into bed at night and laugh because there they are. And I'm like, this is the greatest ever. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's the simple stuff that life feels so good. You don't need, you know, everything. You just need what you need. Mm-hmm. And it's great. So what is um, what is current for 2019? Like when you go, oh, well, what should we be getting or whatever? What's your thought kind of on that? Well, easy, quick answer. Pink and tie-dye are the new black. And then there's, 
you know, do I want white boots or not? Now the white boot discussion has become a major thing for us. Um, Could you tell us what the white boots discussion is? For yeah, once you like, get white know. boots and you're right. not sure if you want the white boots. So you put it online and what did 87% said no to the white boots. But what's the one I'm holding on to? Well, so-and-so works for Vogue and they say yes. So I'm going with it. Yeah, it was I didn't – you were helping me with some outfits for the book tour. I was like – I wasn't sure about the white boots. I did a story. What do you think? And I asked people, honest opinion. Right. 83% didn't like it. I will <laughs> say that there were – I had about 40 people who messaged who said, they're 100% wrong. I'm in the fashion business. I love it. I don't know who's following you, but they are – they don't got it. And they were like – my niece was like, the white boots are fantastic. Right. So it was, it was just funny. And I asked, but it was really – I mean, that's what I love about the Instagram stories. It's like this thing that happens where it's like, now we're talking about white boots and people are sending me pictures of white well, boots. Well, and, and now I'm getting right. <laughs> calls and messages. Oh, the white boots, for sure. Don't let her not do it. So now it's this whole thing. But so that's what I could say, you know, in florals and ruffles. But the real answer is what's appropriate. Right. That's what's in. Right. So because mini skirts are the hottest one year, it doesn't mean everyone should wear them. Right. So so my job is to say, who are you? Where are we going? If you're going to the park to bend over to pick up with your kids on the seesaw, don't wear the miniskirt. Let's, let's, you know. And I'm, you know, I'm also like, don't wear your exercise clothes all day. They're not clothes. Yeah. Exercise, go to the store, do what you have to, but go home, get dressed. It feels good. And I'm not saying put on your pearls or do yes. anything. Just get dressed for yourself. It's important. It I feels mean, there good. Is that thing about, you know, and I know a lot of people, moms, they're busy and, you know, blah, 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 for sure. And I know for myself, working in a kitchen, you know, I still have my little wardrobe from the kitchen. You I have my get little dressed. old navy tops and I've got, you know, two or three and they work well in the kitchen. You can wash them. And I've got my kitchen jeans. I've got two or three pair. But yeah, I definitely. I still want to look cute in the kitchen. Right. And listen, we all want to be super comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to be dolled up, but just get dressed. It is a treat for yourself. And you do it for yourself. Absolutely. And even if you're just going to the dentist, get all some on so you're not. Yeah. Even for me, so I changed horrible. before I came here today because I got my kitchen clothes on. So I went up. It's like I have two minutes. I was like, I'm going to put on one of my blue shirts. I right. like. I've got my jeans that are cute. I'm going to put on a cute pair of shoes. One lipstick and I'm out the door. It's like it's it's 61 seconds. That's right. But I was like, oh, I you know, it just you I kind of rise up a hair, little. <laughs> we do rise up a little. <laughs> so, what are some styles that you've suggested that you've later regretted? Any? Oh wow. Um, I'm sure. Gosh, I'm sure there have been. It won't be the white boots, but okay. um, I'm sure there have been. But I also believe in a very ageless, timeless look. Yes. And so I I think it's important to enjoy a trend, but certainly one at a time. Yep. We're not, you know, the barrette, uh -huh. the necklace. The dolman sleeve. The dolman <laughs> sleeve, the handbag, this, that, the bow on the shoe. I mean, where it looks like, you know. An explosion, a, a fashion explosion. You, a fashion explosion on a fact, fashion victim. So I really think it's really, I, I have much more simpler taste, but I think that it's fun to get crazy once in a while. Yes. And I love to mix patterns. Yes, And you I do. love to mix styles. And I think that something dressy can go with blue jeans 
or a casual top. Mm -hmm. You looked beautiful in your sequin skirt and your classic cotton button shirt. And it was just that interest that, you know, it's who you are. You're a sparkly girl. And I think that it's really important to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think... I think we've lost touch a little bit of individuality. Right. That everybody wants page 63 from such and such, or if you wear this name brand, you know, bronzed on your sweatshirt, they know how much you spent. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of the opposite where I yeah, don't, you don't like want name brand. Labels. And if I was going to buy an expensive or a nice handbag, I would want one that had no label that people might not even know, but it's just beautifully constructed. Right. Um, I, yeah, I don't like those labels. I, I had one of the things that you helped me with was I, I did get that long gold skirt that I wore not only with Melissa Hartwig. I've only worn it twice, three right. times. Once when, when we went to Amsterdam for, um, I think, oh, it was right. like the People's Choice Award. That's what we got it for. But then I discovered it was really long, so I just never wore it again. Then, you know, it was like three years later, I did the Melissa Hartwig um, book launch, and you were like, let's do this skirt. And I was like, I don't think so. And then we shortened it, and then you, you helped me get this blue you know, button down. So it was like taking something really jazzy. And a little Western boot. Yeah, which, which just was very Terry, putting it all <laughs> together. Terry. And it's something I love. And I actually, then I wore it a third time to the James Beard Awards. Like that day, I was like, I have no idea what I wear. People get really freaking dressed up. I mean, an hour before we leave, and I had no idea. And you, you can't go looking, you know, you've, you've no. got to look nice. Right. So I take the blue shirt, and Zach is downstairs. He goes, I'm Terry, excuse me, wait a minute. Um, and you know, Zach likes fashion. <laughs> I like that. Are you wearing that blue shirt to the James Beard Awards? I said, yeah, yeah, I am. And he goes, oh, yeah, I don't think so, because people get kind of dressed <laughs> up. And I said, here's the thing, Zach. I'm going to put together the outfit. It's going to be great. I'm going to stop by Barney's. I'm going to have someone do my makeup, right. because I looked, you know, whatever. And I've got an hour, so I ran in Barney's. I, you know, put it on. I ran to Barney's and said, do you think you could just do a little eye makeup? I don't really wear face makeup or anything. They did makeup with the brightest pink lips you have ever <laughs> seen. It was a little much, but I'm going to the James Beard Awards. Right. And then I cried them all off because it was so touching. Aww. So, no, because in a beautiful way, because you hear I know, people I know. speaking you... about life and food and giving back and what they're doing. and Right. You know. Their love language. Right? And their love language. But I'm telling you, you look great. And here's the deal, what I say to people all the time. Don't save your stuff for something special. Right. Wear it. Enjoy it. Go out. Wear it for yourself. Wear it for your husband. Wear it for your girlfriend. Wear it for anybody you're hanging out with. If you're going out alone, yes, put something cute on that you love and feel great in. I love and it. it. Just yeah. My dad used to always say, if you get beautiful, like when you get married, if you get good dishes and good silver, do not put it in a cabinet. Take it out, use it, and if you break it, it's much better to break it than never use it. So right. I have it's a broken in the box all the time. <laughs> you always do. I do. You and mix I love it good all. silver, and I like to have my. But I like to have my old vintage things that you can get like at a secondhand store, and I love it. You know, a lot of fun. Well, Kate, is this it? This is it. I mean, is no. there anything? Is there anything <laughs> that I haven't asked you that I should have? Is there anything you want to say? Is there something? I mean, not without an hour okay. left. Yeah. Well, you can but come this back. is just I will. This will I just would be love the beginning. It. Okay. Because we're sitting here during a spin of having a good time. Fair enough. So this is what I want to know. So yeah. you do style consulting. And Absolutely. In, and, you know, you're in the Chicago area and things like that. If people want to reach you, and I'm, what I can say is, scale of 1 to 10, she gets a 50. Oh, my god! And, you know, I don't really ref- if you, I don't really go on and on about whatever. You are so phenomenal at what you do. And I think you help people, like, bring what they have on the inside on the outside. So they, they're just feeling the best that they can. Um, you know, somebody contacted me and said, do you have someone helping with clothes? Because I have a magic clothes lady that could help you with the tour. I said, I got the original magic elixir for uh, clothes. So, so um, where do people find you? Thank you. So I have a website, which is Q 
KateSchifferinStyleConsultants.com. I chose the name before we knew that we'd really be using these big, long okay. titles. So that's what it is. And it, um, We're you can link reach you me in there. The podcast. Great. And then they can also come over to Instagram, message yeah. me, and say, how do I get to Kate? Right. And yes. I have an Instagram, Kate Schifrin. So all the different ways. Okay. Um, and the great news is I am based in Chicago, but we have shoppers in seven cities. So if somebody's going somewhere else or needs something while they're away or a little luxury gift, that's a fun thing, too. Yeah, and you do everything yeah. from, I mean, I know you've done everything from, like, chefs to oh, yeah. celebrities to Absolutely. You know, Anybody. rock stars to but the any, But everybody's just as important. Absolutely. Everybody's just as important. Yeah. And, you know, we had a guy... And he was going, he had to go away to be photographed for something. He did not feel great about the way he looked. We spent some hours with him. And I got a message midday that said, I'm so cute. And I was like, okay, done. Right. Done job. Because he felt good. And that's all I care about. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure. I love you one million percent. You are your ride or die. I mean, I (laughs) feel so fortunate to have you. You know the good, bad, and ugly about me. I mean, you you got it all. And, uh, you're just a real in the trenches kind of friend. So Thanks. I am, it's my honor to know you. I say it 100% from sincerity, and we're going to keep on tracking. I can't wait for a, a 20 more years and see where it brings us. <laughs> I really, I mean, it's like, do not say goodbye to me because yeah. no, we no. are, I think I'm driving you home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, it's No Crumbs Left signing off. At this point, I'm on the book tour. Definitely come find us in some city. Get the book. It's in its third printing. I'm so delighted. People are really receiving the love when they get the book, and I'm, I'm, it's just it's a good moment for me. So thank you. Um, come find me at No Crumbs Left on Instagram, on Facebook, or on the blog. Have a great day.